Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. How sweet it is to be loved by you. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios, with Jeff Calkins on today's show, presented by Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas, online at RedRiverToyota.com. We're back with the Gabe Kuhn Show on 92.9 FM ESPN. I needed someone to understand my ups and downs. There you Jeff Calkins is columnist of the Daily Memphian, also hosts the Jeff Calkins Show 9 to 11 right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. He's on X at Jeff underscore Calkins. Jeff, how's it going? I'm good. Uh, you and I have something in common tonight. You know what that is? Uh, Sabres Rangers. Yeah, well, you have Sabres Rangers. I have Blue Stars. We're opening up the opening up the season. I can only assume you wore, uh, your, you wore your Sabres sweater in like I wore my blue sweater in. I didn't wear my Sabres okay. sweater in, but I'm keenly aware that I can't. I can watch uh, on ESPN Plus, to which I am a subscriber, Sabres Rangers uh, open up in Buffalo at 6 p.m., and I'll watch at least until they fall behind, and then I'll turn it off. Yeah. So, uh, being the good fan that I am. But I'll say this. Listen, I'd rather have the cup that the, that the Blues have, but I'd rather have the team right now that the Sabres have. Oh, 100%. Blues, uh, 100%. <laughs> it was a fire of. sale last year. When they yeah, stunk. and they're they're just kind of waiting now. They're like, what are they doing exactly? Are they uh, uh, so anyway? So yeah, uh, puck drop tonight for the rest of the for the rest of the league. So um, I'm excited about it. It's strange for me though. I have probably your level, your normal level of hope that you have in the Sabers with the Blues this year. I have no hope with what the Blues are. I mean, it's just it's sad. I mean, even no, though sweater I'm wearing is Ryan O'Reilly, and he's now with the. Predators. He's with the Preds. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's depressing. It's depressing. Uh, yeah, but it, that's what I always wonder is how much does a championship keep you warm? A lot. On the cold nights, you know, like I have had, never had those. Uh, I've never had a title in any of the teams I follow. And so um, I would trade uh, this year of mediocrity, which is I expecting from the Blues, to have experienced a cup. But uh, – but no such luck. So, um, and you know, listen, I, the Sabres are young. They're not, they're not going to win the cup this year either. They, they may not make the playoffs. They have the longest streak, I think, in, in major professional sports without making the playoffs, which is hard to do in the NHL where half the damn teams make the playoffs. So, <laughs> right. um, but there, yeah, like the, the Vegas comes in and three years or whatever it's been, win a Stanley Cup. Is it four? How many years was it? The Vegas wins the Stanley Cup. A four or five, maybe, mm-hmm. I don't, you know, whatever. Yeah. They do it immediately. The Seattle Kraken make the playoffs last year. Um, you know, so it's depressing what it's been. But it's funny, for me, hockey is, because I've never really covered it, I covered it a little bit when I was in South Florida, but I've worked in a, as a newspaper person in Alabama, 
and Miami where I covered baseball and here. And so I just have never really covered hockey. So it still has the innocence of the game that I followed when I was a kid. I feel yeah. like a 12-year-old when I watch the Sabres. Yeah, no, I get you. I get you. Now, uh, also on sports, we don't usually cover uh, very uh, very much here in, in Memphis, just based on market. Does it warm your heart as much as it does mine that the Dodgers got swept by the Diamondbacks, or is, or is it just me? I mean, that's a nice, that's a nice story. Um, it's, uh, it's a nice story for the Diamondbacks, honestly. You're like a young team coming out of nowhere. And it's interesting. Like, it's not like they were hot going into the postseason. No. They've been swept uh, in their last series heading into the playoffs. But, um, sure, I like seeing the big market teams lose. I, I, I don't I, – like, I, I thought it was a little depressing. I, you know, I didn't want – I like, didn't like seeing Baltimore get swept out. I hated that. Were. That was such a fun year. I didn't like see the Twins lose. That was, you know, I, I kind of rooted for the Twins. Um, but sure, Dodgers losing is, um, I'm all for that. Um, just astonishing that Mookie doesn't get a single hit. Doesn't get yeah. a single freaking hit in the course of the series. But then I am, a, I am transfixed by, um, by, you know, Philadelphia and Atlanta. I mean, that is a hell yep. of a scene. Uh, up there in Philadelphia. And I find myself out of pure orneriness because so many people are down here are Braves fans. Mm-hmm. I find myself rooting for the Phillies. Okay. Well, I'm not, I'm not a, maybe it's because I'm a Cardinals fan and I'm used to beating the Braves in the, in the, in the past, but I don't, I, I'm okay with the Braves. I'm not, I'm not mad at the Braves. Oh, and they got Austin Riley. Like, I'm not yeah. really, I, I don't hate the but, Braves. But, yes, I get I what you I just have discovered that as I'm watching the series, I often say this, like there's some, some games that I know going into it, who are you going to root for, who are you going to root against? I'm going to root against the Warriors when they, certainly when they had Kevin Durant, I'm going to like, I know that I know going into games who I'm going to root for, who I'm going to root against, but then other games, you just turn them on and you discover who you're rooting for. And it's, 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 you know, I'm just going to watch this game. And then you find yourself rooting for and against someone. Honestly, probably because the scene is so wild and fun in Philadelphia. Yep. Um, I think that's part of it. Um, I find myself rooting for Philadelphia. And then the Bryce Hoffer stuff was just fantastic last yep. night. Um, so, you know, whatever. Like, who, who couldn't love that? The stare downs and everything else. So that's been a lot of fun. One thing that does make me turn on Braves and Dodgers fans, at least a tad bit, is like I, I see all the, oh, well, they got rusty. You know, everybody else got to play in the wild card series. You know, they, they, they lost their rhythm. They're top ten in payroll. I don't care, right? Like the Braves, there's no okay, excuse. Your nine hole hitter is bats two ninety with eighteen bombs. I not everybody I lost their lost their swagger because they were off for three to okay. four days. I acknowledge. I don't accept it as an excuse. Yes, right. I don't accept it as an excuse. But the phenomenon of great teams supposedly being rewarded. And then the trend seems to be like so far, like last year, the last two years, out of eight series, um, the 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 underdog won five of them, right? So um, after this sort of layoff, so is there something? And then we've seen more of it this year. If you're just forget, I'm not making excuses for the Dodgers, right. but if you're baseball. And you want to see great teams, teams you know that have stacked up a whole bunch of wins. Honestly, big payroll teams from big cities. If you want to see them do well, is it 
does it cause you to stop and say, there is something about the system. It's not a reward for these teams. It turns out it's a little bit of a, you know, it's a little bit of a drag for these teams possibly. And, or at the very least have these series go seven games. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I yeah, maybe seven games so they can get back into somewhat of a rhythm if that's the excuse. But when you're well, a, the Dodgers, though, you get swept. You get swept, you get swept like, anyway. You need to see more, right? Exactly. And it didn't no, bother not, the Astros. The Astros are the, the consistent. No, it didn't bother the Astros in the slightest. It clearly did not. But you, you kind of have to acknowledge them, and then we'll see. Like the math is, but the the the, the way it has trended, it's surprising. We'll say that it's surprising yeah. how often the underdog has won, given the the fact that the, the it was the better team that sat out, at least the better team during the regular season, and they're supposedly rested, and yet at least so far, both overall since they've started doing this and this year, the team that's rested has lost more than one, which mm-hmm. is interesting. At the very least, it's interesting. Yeah, I think I get you. Um, I get you. So. Anyway, go Phillies. Yeah, I got you. Talking with Jeff Calkins on X at Jeff underscore Calkins. Now, Sam Hardiman, uh, your colleague over the Daily Memphian, wrote a, basically a Q&A with Mayor-elect uh, Paul Young, and there's a lot of stuff in there. We'll start with the stadium renovations in general. I mean, he put out, laid out his two goals, and that's getting Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium figured out and getting FedEx and keeping the Grizzlies in Memphis. I, I think that, that those are the goals everybody has in mind. Did anything strike you about his messaging around stadium renovations? I know that there was one sort of comment in there about, you know, the Grizzlies, Robert Parra potentially ponying up a little bit of cash to get, get their their half of it done. Yeah, I, I, I just thought, uh, and people can read it themselves over the Daily Memphian. It's a really interesting Q&A, thoughtful Q&A that Sam uh, did with the mayor-elect. And listen, there was nothing earth-shattering in it. I mm-hmm. thought it was revealing in tone and everything else. And and you sort of have to somewhat read between the lines. What I thought was interesting about the stadium thing was, first of all, it's obvious how conversant he is. I mean, the guy has been working you know, on downtown development. So you would think he would understand the issues and he does obviously understand the issues. Now, so does, so do the people who've been working on it. Like the people uh, over at Jim Strickland's team who've been working on this. It's, there's nothing that, that Paul Young said there, which is evaluating the sources of money, seeing if there are any other sources of money, all of that. There's nothing there that they, that everybody else hasn't thought of. Like, it's not like there, there's not something uh, oh, let's see if there's more money. That's an idea. We never would have thought of that. Like, of course they thought of that. So, um, but it, it is interesting how conversant, and I think maybe even reassuring, how conversant he is in this sort of thing, financing projects. That's what he's been doing. Um, but then secondly, in response to the question that Sam asked him about whether he thought it was appropriate, you know, what he thought about the Grizzlies making a contribution, he said yes, because who wouldn't want the Grizzlies to make a contribution? I think we all want the Grizzlies to make a contribution. Um, he said, I do think if you look at the big picture, it's not just what sort of check, and I'm totally paraphrasing here, they're mm-hmm. going to write, but it's, and then I don't have the lines exactly in front of me, but it's like the Grizzlies have other things they want to do sort of beyond the arena. And it wasn't clear what he meant, but I don't think he said that just out of the blue. And my suspicion is, is that 
might have something to do with are the Grizzlies going to be contributing to some sort of additional he, development around the arena right. and that sort of thing. Again, he, he basically made, said he doesn't know what the capital stack would look like and what it would ultimately be invested in, if it would go to renovations or something outside of the renovations. That was the, 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 the idea is, is that there was, uh, that it, you have to look at the Grizzlies contributions, not just with respect to the building, but beyond and that they want to do things beyond the building. And so I don't know what that refers to exactly, but it was intriguing at at the very least. And then, you know, to say that there are two goals, of course there are two goals. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, but I, you know, I think, I, I feel like the temperature on all this has uh, cooled off a little bit, which is good. Like, and I feel like there has been a, despite the university's push, it, what felt like the university wanted the mayor to just go ahead and give them their money um, even before the Grizzlies things had been figured out, it feels like this is being either doing this in a very measured way and Mm -hmm. that it's not just going to be up to Strickland that the new administration, what they may do is they just may inherit $350 million and that's a good thing. And, and, and for Jim Strickland to be able to say, we raise this money and put you in this good position you're going to have to nail down the tail of how it gets divided. That's not the end of the world. I think that's, that's, that's in fact, probably how it should go and how it will go. So um, it was an interesting, it was an interesting Q and a really from top to bottom. Mm, now uh, onto the Grizzlies playing the Hawks tonight at the Hawks. We'll be off early six o'clock. We'll pass it off to Gary Darby. But uh, in the meantime, we did have the NBA top hundred Jaron at 31 I thought was fair, right? Because we had, what, we had 100 through 51, 50 through 11, then we had the top 10 released today. Um, Jaron at 31 is okay. I, I, would you agree with that? Is that a fair assessment? That, that's, that's fine. John sure. at 35. I, I, think, that, I you, think the one, I think that, listen, the gap between Desmond Bain at 62, I think it was, yeah. and Jaron at 31 it's massive. Is, is absurd. Like, that's absurd. Um, he, he, Jaron, because he was, defensive player of the year. And because he, you know, is has uh, all-star and all of that, I have no problems with him ranking higher than Desmond, but Desmond was on Desmond Bain was, was underrated in that, yes. in that ranking. And then the, ja. the thing was just preposterous. I mean, <laughs> ja, was just preposterous. I mean, you know, come on. 26 spots for off court issues. And when we're talking about brilliant players, right? He was nine last year, gets docked to 35. And we're talking about, Right. He, he, he is, and, and on the other hand, I don't care. Like it, yeah, yeah. It, it was, it was preposterous. The idea that there are, uh, he's 35. Now the idea there are four, 34 better players in the league than John Morant is insane. Um, he should properly be, um, you know, somewhere probably given the off the court stuff, which should, should figure in somewhere he should probably be in the you know mid to low teens or high if you want to say high twenty that that's all fine too, but come on in the thirties that's just ridiculous. Um, so that was preposterous. On the other hand, um, you know, like he did it to himself, so yeah. it's fine. And he reacted on social media because that's what he does. And it was interesting. You tell me. He reacted. Because this is what Chris Harrington calls modern hieroglyphics emojis, okay? <laughs> and the hieroglyphics were in order from left to right. What okay. they were were the laughing face, yep. right? 
then the hourglass. Yep. And then the little Zen dude, right? Yep. So the question is, do you read those modern hieroglyphics as meaning, well, these are my three thoughts. I'm laughing at it. I'm saying just you wait. And, but nevertheless, I'm Zen. Okay. That's one way to read it. Like just, these are my three thoughts. These are the, my three emotions that are my reaction to being ranked where I was ranked. Mm -hmm. The other way to read it is that they're telling a story and they're like, Oh, I laughed at this at first, but then I thought about it. Time passed reading this left to right as a story. And now I'm Zen uh, about it. In other words, yes. Do you read it as a story left to right? Or are these just the three things he was thinking? These are three things he was thinking. I, I, I am fully in on the former. This is laughing, um, <laughs> but you just wait. I don't care. It's all good, though. I'm with you. I think it's uh, it's these are just three simultaneous thoughts he had. Ha, ha, ha. Just you wait, and it, don't worry. I'm, I'm all good. But you could read it as a story. I laughed at first. <laughs> Time passed. And then I realized I'm Zen. You know, it does work as a story. It really does. And, you know, this is what... I think the second, the second theory there is more like Kyrie Irving and how he would act on, on social media. I think John Morant's the former. <laughs> Here in 2023, we are left to interpret these things. Uh, and, uh, and we're not going to get to talk to Ja and get an answer to this, you know, for some time. So... Um, Anyway, and it's so fine. If John wants to use this as additional fuel, I mean, John didn't need that as fuel. Like, John's career, John has, on his own, through his own doing, done significant damage to his wallet, which is still healthy, right. to his reputation, and to his basketball career. He just has. Mm-hmm. Like, he has inflicted. So the idea that he would need additional uh, motivation seems insane, but if this is additional motivation, uh, good. You know, hopefully, I, I just don't know how it works that at one in the morning, if you've been drinking and you're trying to decide whether to flip on Insta Live or not, that you think, yeah. But there, remember what ESPN ranked me, so I better like. I don't know that that's how <laughs> how motivation works. But I'm he he is. Anything. I think he gets motivation from it because he gets motivate. He get, got motivation from like first name bunch of numbers this rookie exactly. year. Exactly. One one dude, if, uh, one one person tweeting at him will, will motivate him. But motivate him to do what? That's I guess that would be the question. Mm-hmm. Motivate him to do what? Motivate him to work on his three point shooting. What, motivate him to work on his mid range game. Motivate him to stay in instead of going out. Like what? Or just motivate him because he's like, I'm motivated. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what, what will it actually motivate him to do? Because there are lots of things he could do, and I have great faith that he's going to come back and be a superstar. But I'm not sure that the motivation is, goes to the right place, I guess is what I'm saying. Okay. To me, it would hopefully motivate you to literally change the way you live your life, right? right. And the way you go about your job not just to like not just to tweet something and say i'm i've been disrespected you know that's like I, you know i so i don't really know in in what way it motivates him and i think that sort of to the extent that it does that's what really matters mm-hmm. now tomorrow tulane comes into the sim um where are you at right now? Sim. Do you to call the, sim. It the sim? I do sometimes. Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium, but I called call it the it sim. The sim? I, I mean, it's fine. 
right? Have you heard other people call it the yes, sim? Yes, absolutely. I stole that. I'm not original. Never claimed to be original, but I Do call we, it the sim. Okay, well, let me ask you this. Is the official position of the Gabe Coon show that it should be called the sim? No, the official position of the Gabe Coon show is I'm not going to shame you if you call it the sim. <laughs> I that's my curious. that's was, my unofficial official position. Right. I'm not shaming anyone. I was just I want to be current, and so it's, if everyone's starting to call it the sim, I want to make sure I'm on board with you know whatever's coming. I mean, I kind of like it. You, uh, you, I don't hate it. Yeah, I don't. It, I don't it, mind it. He's trying to remember what the hell the name is with that order of Simmons Bank Liberty. What is it again? Simmons it? Bank Liberty Stadium. Yeah, it's just easier. So, it's certainly easier, and it is. It is. I suspect they prefer it. To what people really you would do was the Liberty Bowl. Yes, but people still call it the Liberty Bowl. So I would think the Simmons Bank folks would prefer it if you called it the Sim. Yes. So anyway, all right. What were you going to ask? I was I just going to say, how, how are you going how, to the Sim? Yeah, I'll, I'll be at the I'll be at the Sim tomorrow. You know, mm-hmm. uh, my schedule is kind of tough, but I, I'll be there a little late. But I'm going to make it there. Um, how how are you feeling? How 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 do you uh, what, what do you expect tomorrow night to be like? I would you know good uh you know. Fans will be in there. I think it'll be packed out more than it has been in quite a while. Um, but game-wise, how do you expect it to go? Big unknown? I'm expecting more than 35,000 people. And That's I'm expecting a uh, And I'm expecting a 27-17 to 17 victory. That's Good what defense. I'm expecting. Good defense. Good defense. Good defense. And... Uh, and uh, and 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 emerging. You know what? It, you this know is what funny because they win at home. Yeah, what? But you know, you know, you never give predictions like this. No, when was the last time you gave out a prediction and a score for a Tigers never. game? This never. is this is this. Never. You came up with that off the top of the head, and you know what? I respect it, Jeff. <laughs> this is a first. This okay, is a first on honest, the Gabe Good Show. Let's be honest. Everything I say in this segment, I come up with off the top of you know, my head. So, I, I understand. <laughs> so this in, this segment is completely off the top of my head. So yes, and that score I just came up with on the off, over the top of my head, off the top of my head. Um, I don't I don't see it honestly. I mean, I you know, like I I can tell you what what here's the truth. The one game that I've watched a lot of Tulane was the Ole Miss game, right? Uh-huh. That was the one game where, where I watched quarterback, a lot of though. it, right? And that was a backup quarterback. And obviously, this is not news, breaking news, their defensive front is impressive, right? <laughs> Very. And, and so, um, and Memphis has, even in this slightly better, you know, uh, running, you know, obviously have a running back who's made a difference, but I think they're going to have a hard time running the ball. None of this is original. So, um, so Seth's going to have to have a big game. You know, and I think he's fully capable of having a big game. Um, but that's gonna that's that's the way this is gonna happen. And then here's one that you've probably never heard before. I think turnovers could play a key. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. I think turnovers could play a key. But listen, I, here's what I do know: for all the grumbling about Ryan Silverfield, they tend to win the damn games at home. Yep. And um, and I I think there'll be a big crowd, and I think. You know, I don't know. Like you, you know, here as much about motivation, how it goes in the locker room as anyone. I think everyone over there is keenly aware of what the hell this game means, yep. and 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 might even be more eh, more up for this than than. And not that Tulane doesn't, but just naturally, I think this this is a big moment, and I think they'll rise to it. 
Um, now, Thursday Night Football, last thing here. I, I have winner, a winner for tonight. Um, I'll give it to you in a second, but we have. Can you give me the score? Wait, no, no, it's a different type of winner. It's not. I mean, I think the Chiefs will win. I, I don't. Yeah. They've won 15 well, in a row against the Broncos. I, I don't think I'm going out on a limb there. Right. Um, but I think the biggest winner tonight, since Taylor Swift will be in the house, is Amazon Prime. Yeah. Is, that, is that a fair assessment? Uh, yes, I yep. think Swifties, Amazon Prime. I think. Uh, I, I, I saw... me, me and Connor had this conversation. What percentage of Swifties have Amazon Prime? I would, I would think that's a high percentage. I'd have Most. to say so. Most, yes. I, truth of the matter is, I, th- I don't know. How, well, you, you can probably Google who, how many Americans have Amazon Prime. I, I just kind of assume everybody does yeah. because n- not for the purposes of watching, but for the purposes of having packages delivered for free. Like, I mean, I just like I have Amazon Prime for that reason. And so, um, but yeah, it was interesting thinking about Al Michaels, who's been, you know, He's groused about the, the, the quality of the games and whatever else. And how is Al Michaels going to deal with, um, you know, with, with Taylor Swift mania? He did talk about this. He said, and I thought he, he said he sounded sensible. He said all things in moderation. And a lot of it just depends on the game. Because I expect it to be a blowout, um, I therefore expect more Taylor Swift as opposed to less Taylor Swift. Yes. But it, I think it's a good sign in terms of, I know the NFL has apologized, not apologized, has defended how they've, how they've balanced, you know, Taylor Swift versus football. I think it's a good sign that both NFL people, hardcore NFL people are kind of grumping about how much Taylor Swift there is that they overdo the people overdo the Taylor Swift on the broadcast. And then every Swifty I know, particularly Lexi Johnson, the official yes. Swifty correspondent of the Jeff Calkins show, they all complain that there's not enough Taylor. Like, they're like, what in the world are you people doing? You've got a gold mine, a bonanza here. And like in that Jets game, the last one, they barely showed her. Oh, so, I, I see. I don't know if I agree with the Swifties they, on that. They, well, that, that's fine. You, you, yeah. you don't. You're not a Swifty. Well, I'm, a, you, I, you know, I'm more of a Swifty than I was three weeks ago. I'll say yeah, that. They, they showed a bunch of her early in the pregame, but then not much. They didn't, like, occasionally. But part, partly it was because Travis Kelsey did nothing in the game. <laughs> so, therefore, you wouldn't get the shot of uh, Taylor Swift. You know, I mean, Travis Kelsey catches the pass. You know, let's see Taylor Swift, you know, ex- looking gleeful um, or whatever she does. Um, so, <laughs> I, I, I will say I turned on that game and was struck by how – during the actual game, how infrequently I saw Taylor Swift. Okay. And, and, and Swifties that I know, like, they were outraged, absolutely outraged that there wasn't more Taylor Swift. Can you imagine turning on the TV to think you're going to watch Taylor Swift and just getting a damn football game? <laughs> Which I support and understand, but you can understand that perspective. Yeah, you know, I get it. I, I get was it. told there would be Taylor Swift. Yes, and then for the Swifties, if anybody can get the artificial turf to grass thing done, I think Swifties can yeah. do that after last week with the Travis There's Kelsey ankle. Powers. Yeah. Well, There's I don't know. I don't powers. know. I think I, if, if there is any entity the thing. that can it, change it, this, it's them. In London, where the Bills played last week, the soccer team plays on grass, and yet they use turf. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> like, it's and it was horrible turf at that. And it was horrible turf that has destroyed my football team for the rest of the season. 
and yet there you go. So what are the odds that they're going to rip up the stadiums that are actually turf and put in grass? Even when they have grass, they use turf. So it makes no I, – I, yes, I don't I – don't. but my larger point is if everyone is unhappy of the balance between football and Taylor Swift, it seems like they're probably doing it right. I used to think about this when I was writing columns. If half the people were calling me a homer and half the people saying were saying I was too tough on the home team – I probably had it right. And I think, I think the NFL, in fact, has done a good job of riding this wave, but not overdoing it. Has social, have we all as society overdone it? Sure, because yes. we overdo everything. But, but has the NFL, I don't, I don't think the NFL is guilty of, 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 of overdoing something. I think they've done it fine. Yeah, I got you. Well, Jeff, we'll talk again tomorrow. Appreciate it. See you. Bye. That's Jeff Calkins at Jeff underscore Calkins on X. Daily Memphian columnist, also uh, radio. Jeff Calkins Show, 9 to 11, right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. We're going to get to the uh, trip around the National Football League here in a moment. But first, snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers can bet uh, can get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. $5 gets you $200. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including, but not limited to, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash Gabe K. That is my promo code G-A-B-E-K and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL and 92.90 ESPN. You must be 21 plus and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. If you have a gambling problem, call Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789. A trip around the NFL is on the way. Stick around. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline. Now back to the Gabe Kuhn Show, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Back in on the Gabe Kuhn Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. It's time to take a trip around the National Football League, relatively abbreviated, but it's brought to you by Longshot. The Kansas City Chiefs. So I have just been sent statistics. We know that Taylor Swift's going to be in attendance tonight, Thursday Night Football, Broncos at Chiefs. We have some statistics. Two games, Travis Kelsey has had her in attendance. Two games, she has not been in attendance. Stats look good for Taylor Swift and the Swifties. Travis Kelsey performs. Now, it's not surprising. You know, you got your lady there. You want to you show up. You want to you make, make things happen. But in two games with Taylor Swift, 13 catches, 129 yards, without 14 catches, 93 yards. Now, touchdown production a little higher without her there. Two to one with her. So we'll see how it all plays out tonight. If you want to take those Travis Kelsey props, I would be careful because he was questionable. It looks like he's going to play and he's got that ankle issue. But it does bode well that Taylor Swift's going to be there. The New York Jets. This is interesting. New York Post published something today in a report about the Pat McAfee show. And Aaron Rodgers Tuesdays. It sounds like the way Pat McAfee put it out there that he did not pay Aaron Rodgers originally for Aaron Rodgers Tuesday, but it has been reported that Aaron Rodgers Tuesdays cost Pat McAfee and the Pat McAfee show seven figures a year. Seven figures a year. Now, I've seen some people say this is embarrassing, this is awful, and listen, we we had our conversation about Pat McAfee the other day. Maybe it's a little overdone. He is a WWE guy, though. You should, you should expect that. He's a, a personality. 
Um, but people are saying this is embarrassing. I don't know if I necessarily view it that way. Pay your guys. I mean, the truth of the matter is, when he was not with ESPN, he was getting 500,000 people going in on an online stream purely digitally to watch Aaron Rodgers Tuesday. Aaron Rodgers brought a lot to that show. And the way Pat McAfee explained it today on the show was, hey, I have brought a company from somewhere between 2 and $5 million. It's now f- worth $500 million. In that case, I'm going to pay people what I think that they are owed, and I'm going to pay that back to my people. And I kind of respect that, that thought process. There's a lot of people, business owners, that grow their business like that that will not pay, that will still give pennies. And it feels like Pat McAfee at least is trying to reciprocate the love that he got on the front end. But seven figures is a lot. Also, Nick Saban for Thursdays, he was on today with him, makes close to that as well. But he's paying a lot for his guests. That, that's interesting. The Denver Broncos. Um, This is the other side of Thursday night football tonight. We know the Chiefs are great. Chiefs, I mean, just always drag and drop them in the AFC championship, Patrick Mahomes, whatever. Broncos have spent a lot of money the past few years. They gave uh, Russell Wilson that big contract, paid Randy Gregory, did all these things to try to make this team very, very good. Now they seem to be, after a 1-4 start with Sean Payton and the defense being 32 out of 32 in just about every major statistical category, they're having this fire sale. Randy Gregory is already gone, and now you're hearing murmurs about Jerry Judy being used as bait out there. For a, for a partner, I want to see Jerry Judy elsewhere. He has not been able to get everything he needed out of his career with, in, a, in a Broncos jersey. He's been solid, but not worth the pick he was in the early first round a few years back. I feel like if he gets somewhere else, he'd be phenomenal. And let me let me say a team that's just cheating, but this is always when we talk about wide receivers and who needs wide receivers, Jerry Judy to the Chiefs would be cheating. That would be unfair. I think that... Patrick Mahomes would be able to use him a lot better than Russell Wilson and Sean Payton have thus far. But the Broncos are in this nasty situation, and they're just trying to cut ties, try to save their salary cap situation. So we'll see how it works out for them on the back end. But that is, that'll do it for the trip around the National Football League brought to you by Longshot. It is time to go ahead and get to small talk. We'll wrap up the show as well. That's next on the Gabe Kunch on 92.9 FM ESPN. Here on 92.9, we talk ball every weekday from 4 till 7 p.m. Except right now, it's time for Big Man Small Talk on 92.9's Gabe Kuhn Show. And Small Talk is brought to you by the Memphis Touchdown Club. Two more speakers that you can go see at Hilton Memphis on Mondays. Make sure you go to one or two, if not two or two. And if you want to go to one of them, make sure you go to memphistouchdownclub.com. Tickets, information, you'll find it all there. Now, I have to start. I could have put this in... uh, a trip around the NFL, but this David Njoku thing is insane. Tight end for the Browns. We, we learned last week, and he ended up showing up to the game in a mask because of all of the, the incidents, but we learned last week that at home he had uh, somewhat of an accident, fire, and he got burned heavily, and that's why he wore a mask uh, to, to show up to the game. He still played and did all that, but he did finally post via his social media the burns he had and how much he's recovered, and I'm glad he's recovered uh, but these pictures are brutal, absolutely brutal. And I can tell you from experience, putting on a helmet with something like that affecting your face, that would hurt like hell. This is a tough guy. This is a damn tough guy, but I, I'm sad that happened to him. It looked it looked real bad. Very sad, yeah. It's, it's when he wore the mask to the game, you know, I thought we, I think we were all wondering what it looked like, but when you saw the picture, you were kind of like, damn, like, I can't believe he played a football game. 
I don't know if they'd be third degree. I, I, would, I, I have no were, idea. They were yeah. way up there. Skin completely burnt off, peeled in multiple places. Oh, it hurt. definitely hurt like hell. And putting on a helmet and playing a game like that, that is not easy. Football guy. Oh, God, yes. And like the sweat rolling down your Oh, I just can't imagine it, man. No. I can't imagine. I'm far too weak for that. I mean, a helmet, <laughs> a helmet is already uncomfortable, but putting it over second or third degree burns, no. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I could, I could do that. So David and Joku... You get football guy of the week on, on the Gabe Coon show. There's no question about it. Now, sad news. Um, I, I, the way I view it, it's sad news. And I, I do hate that I'm going to have the take I'm going to have about it because it, I, I foresaw this coming. Uh, but Memphis and May officials have completely suspended 2024's Beale Street Music Festival. So as of right now, uh, it's canceled, basically. Um, and there's a lot of factors. And this is why I say... I'm not overly surprised. The record financial losses they took in 2022 and 2023, it was massive. The decline they've had in attendance in 2022 and 2023 is massive. Uh, artists, in, in increased costs there, the fees you have to pay them, it's getting pretty ridiculous. Um, and then, on top of all that, you had uh, Tom Lee Park all fixed up. And then when you went down there for 2023, $1.4 million bill to repair Tom Lee Park. I am sad because I've had some really good times at Beale Street Music Festival. It's been a staple of Memphis in May consistently. People tend to love it. But it was a tough decision, and I think ultimately I feel as if based on what has happened the past two years with that event, I feel like it's the right decision. And that that, hurt, that pains me to say. It really does. Yeah, it's, uh, it's really, really unfortunate because I do think it, it has been a staple of Memphis for a very long time. But there's also no way that you can look at the lineup from last year and say that it was the level it should have been right. for this type of event. If you want people to come to the event to support the event, you have to bring the axe. But and then if you if you bring the axe and pay more money, you're still going to inevitably, if the attendance does not meet right. the amount of fees you're paying, like, you're listen, still taking I, a massive. There were bands that I liked on the lineup last year, but it's, I don't it's not believe what it, they it's were been headlining types of, type of acts, if that makes sense. It's not what it has been in the past. No, it, definitely it's, not. It's, it's, it's no, very, like very when I was in When I was in high school and, and college even, it was those lineups were huge. And it just has felt like every single year it's gone down in quality a little bit. And I'm hoping at some point they can find a solution right. to bring it back, get the acts we need, get the attendance up, not kill Tom Lee Park and tear it up and have a $1.4 million bill. But in the meantime, a year without it, tough decision. Hurts a lot of the consumers that like music in this city, but I think the, the correct move. At this time in, in, in particular. Now, Kevin Grothy's the Memphis and May uh, vice president of sponsorships. He did say that there will still be Memphis and May two events. Uh, barbecue uh, contest um, is going to continue to be there. Liberty Park, May 15th through 18th. And the Great American River Run, May 25th, still going to be in downtown Memphis. But losing Beale Street Music Fest, it's just such a bummer. It's a bummer. That's a good way to put like, it. It's, it's, just, it's a bummer. It's a bummer, but it's like... I. It's a bummer, hate, but it's also kind of like that's what I what saw, I hate, Connor, is I ex- a little bit. What I hate is I accept it more than I should. Yeah, I accept yes. it. I accept the reasoning behind it more than I thought I would. Right. I saw this news, and unfortunately, my first reaction was, "Well, yeah, of course." Like, 
It just doesn't make sense to continue to trot out there and expect different results as far as financial losses and where you're doing it on the riverfront, having to pay a bill. It's just there was way too much of a pain to continue to do it. Right. I mean, I can just tell you from experience, you know, it's I feel like we're part of the younger groups that would go. And I don't know if this is your experience, but, you know, my friends and I, we've kind of just stopped going yep. because especially the last two years, we were like, it's not worth it. You know, it was the lineup wasn't worth going down there. Yeah, but it is a bummer. It is a bummer. Huge bummer. But we're going to go ahead and have to get out of here. That's going to be a wrap for today. I want to thank Jeff Calkins and Laird Veach for their contributions to the show. We're going to go ahead and pass you off to Grizzlies preseason game number three in Atlanta versus the Hawks. Tip will be at 630, but Gary Darby will take over from here. For Connor, I'm Gabe Beasy. Be safe and enjoy the rest of your night. WMFS FM and HD1 Bartlett. WMFS Memphis celebrating a legacy of sports as the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers talk. Always live on the Odyssey app and on smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. The power's out at our house. Ah, coffee table. But since our family has storm-ready Wi-Fi from Xfinity, we can stream or game in the dark. Oh, who moved the couch? So that's what we're doing right now, in fact, is I try and feel around for a seat. Ah, here we go. Oh, cactus? Can I get a little help over here? Yeah, bro, just let me finish this boss battle. Sure, go ahead. Medic! Now you can get fast, reliable internet on the Xfinity 10G network and get storm-ready Wi-Fi when you upgrade, so you can stay connected for up to four hours, even when the power goes out. Only from Xfinity. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Storm-ready Wi-Fi limited to customers within range of 4G LTE cellular signal. Speeds reduced to 30-7 megabits per second. Actual speeds vary. For more details, visit Xfinity.com slash stormready. Response to the all-new Genesis Diamonds has been incredible. People are loving what we've brought to Memphis. Genesis is a different kind of jewelry store with more jewelry than you've ever seen in one place at prices you never thought possible. And Genesis is Memphis's home for the most sought-after jewelry designers in America. Thousands of styles from names like Takori, Viraggio, Henry Dossi, Kirk Cara, Simon G, Christopher Designs, A. Joffe, and more. Premium designer rings every woman dreams of. Handcrafted rings with intricate details extreme craftsmanship, and stunning artistic design. And not just rings. Genesis is home to a world-class selection of timeless and stylish fine jewelry and a killer selection of luxury pre-owned Rolex watches. We can even custom design your dream piece as well. At Genesis, we're here to make your jewelry dreams come true. Discover the Genesis difference, forever changing how people in Memphis buy diamonds and fine jewelry. Now open at Poplar and Perkins, the official jeweler of the Tennessee Titans. Warning. The following Zaxby's ad may contain messaging upsetting to Philadelphians. Zaxby's took the iconic Philly sandwich, the quote-unquote perfect Philly sandwich, and made it perfecter by putting fried chicken on it. That's right, fried chicken on a Philly. And while Philadelphia might find it offensive, you can find it at your local Zaxby's. Finally, the Philly done right. Woo, sausage! Zaxby's. Discover, this is Danny. Hi, it's Jen Coolidge. I just want to thank you for making me feel so special. I earned cash back on debit for my dinner party groceries. That's great. But with Discover Cashback Debit, we give everyone cash back on everyday purchases. Anything else I can help you with? Are you hungry? Because everyone left after the asparagus sorbet. 
Introducing Discover Cashback Debit, a checking account with cash back. It pays to discover. The following is a presentation of Odyssey Sports. For even more coverage of your team, download the free Odyssey app and listen to your favorite stations, shows, and podcasts.